Welcome to 5 Minutes with Matt Jenick, the editor of Trojans Wire. And there's a lot to talk about here, Matt. USC, UCLA, skipping out, essentially, on the Pac-12 and headed to the Big Ten. Your initial impression, sir? Uh, where do we begin? And in five minutes, there's so much to cover, so I'm just going to offer this quick detail that a lot of your listeners, Jim, might not know about, you know, after learning about this the first uh, 24 hours or so after John Wilner broke the story. There's another Pac-12 journalist named John Canzano, and I'm reading his column right now on USC and UCLA exiting. And one piece of his reported, which is a real eye-opener, the Pac-12 did not consult USC and UCLA about getting an uneven revenue share in the Pac-12. Like, if, if USC did not get any kind of assurance from the Pac-12, oh, we're going to give you more money than the rest of the Pac-12 to stay in the conference. That was never brought up. And so, you know, George Babcock, I think he's done really well in year one, but to not make an offer to USC saying we're going to give you a an extra share, an extra cut of revenue, that's a pretty big mistake on his part. So going to the Big Ten, um, this is this is a big shift. This is the first, as we were talking just a moment before we started the program, this could be the first couple of shoes that drop, um, and there may be bigger ones coming. Is there anything that you can see or that you thought of that, that might be coming up next? Well, you know, I do think that we're headed toward at least two mega conferences. You know, 16 teams was the super conference. We're not even going to have that. We're going to jump straight to what I call the mega conference, at least 20 teams, if not 24, because I don't see the Pac-12 and Big 12 merging. Jim, I think that's, that's, that merger is not going to happen because the cultural and institutional fits of Pac-12 and Big 12 schools they were already bad to begin with, and now, not to get too political about this, this is just kind of assessing the situation, not making a value judgment on it. After Roe v. Wade got overturned, do you think that liberal Pac-12 schools and conservative Big 12 schools in the South Central Plains want to be in the same bed making decisions together? I don't think so. So I think they're going to remain balkanized, not an island, a kind of group of five-level conferences. And I think that the, the Big Ten and SEC are poised to vacuum up various teams. Like Big Ten is going to mostly draw from the Pac-12, and I think that the SEC is going to draw from the ACC. And I know the ACC has a grant of rights, but you know that, that you, I think that you know there are lawyers that are going to be workarounds. There's going to be a lot of litigation, and you're going to see some of the prime ACC football schools. Uh, look for a home uh, in the SEC. I think that's ultimately where we're heading. Wow. You, you created a little bit of a uh, eye bleach situation there with your analysis earlier. So I'm going to try to get past that. Uh, but the ACC, who do you think is, is going to be targeted there or who should be thinking maybe we should split too? So I think in the ACC, going to the SEC, you got to start with Clemson, and then you go to Florida State and Miami. I mean, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, playing football in the SEC under the ESPN Disney umbrella, that, that seems pretty obvious to me. And then for the for Fox or the Big Ten, I think Oregon and Washington are very likely, almost certain, to eventually wind up in the Big Ten before it's all said and done. And we have to remember, you know, Jim Delaney, the former commissioner of the Big Ten, uh, you know, he went to the University of North Carolina, and there were whispers about UNC and Duke going to the Big Ten. So that now becomes 
an even more distinct uh, possibility, I think. So a lot Lots of intrigue in your part of the world over in the ACC. Interesting. Now, what happens with the Pac-12? Is uh, is it licking wounds time? Is it adding? I've seen all kinds of conjecture, Matt, talking about adding this school, that school, uh, a myriad of, of schools. And what's next? Yeah, so I wrote at Trojan's Wire a piece Friday morning saying that if George Kavkoff wants to save the Pac-12 in any form, doesn't matter what form, just any form at all, he needs to be talking to Stanford. Because Stanford has a massive endowment, huge resources. You know, will Stanford say, hey, you know, we're an Olympic sports powerhouse, and USC and UCLA are taking Olympic sports to the Big Ten. I, I was surprised by that. I thought USC and UCLA would stay in the Pac-12 for Olympic sports, but they didn't. So does Stanford want to have its athletes traveling to Big Ten locales? Or Stanford content to say, hey, we want to stay in the Pac-12, preserve our Olympic sports heritage. George Gatpop really needs to have some serious conversations there because, Jim, if Stanford does lead to the Big Ten, that probably means Cal goes with Stanford. And then you have just six schools, assuming that Oregon and Washington also join USC and UCLA. So if you're down to six schools, then you know, you're at a point where probably the leftovers just splinter off and the conference dies. So Kliavkov needs to make the hard sell to Stanford. Please stay in our conference. I'll, I'll make it worth your while. That's the thing that Kliavkov has to do right now. The editor of Trojans Wire. Make sure that you follow him on Twitter. Five minutes with Matt Zemick. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you.